Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. Now today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. Now, my favorite holiday as a kid was Christmas. Um, when I was real small, uh, I loved the idea of gifts just showing up the day after my birthday under the tree. It was great. But as I grew up, I began to realize the importance of Christmas and was family and the celebration of that togetherness was really what brought us through that long dark winter and that's under attack by political correctness and the universities and that's really a major example of the crime of the century. So togetherness and family are under attack, and it's from a couple of different angles. One of them being universities, one of them being political correctness, and the other one being the radical left agenda, which really does want to destroy the social fabric and the fabric of the family. And what's so important about raising a child in a family is that that, that child gets the best from both his mother and father, not just biologically, that that happens, which it does, and that's the whole, uh, you know, reason biology works the whole way it does. I'm not going to recite Darwin to you, but we know why we're attracted to the other, to the to the opposite gender. Well, the idea of family is that again, the the, the mother is more maternal. It's someone that you can you know kind of open up to, more feminine, and the father goes out and he gets the meat. He goes and kills, uh, you know, whatever he has to go get. And that's a very primal, very basic, but also very fundamental aspect of life. And it's not inclusive enough, I guess. Because now men can be women, women can be men, uh, men can marry other men, but then one of the men can be a woman, and that's okay now. And you have to be okay with it, because if you're not okay with it and you're intolerant, even if you accept that there might be differences, or you, you have to accept it. Um, and that, that is really just, that, that, that devolves into, into nothing. I mean, men can't procreate with other men or women with women. I, I, I shouldn't have to explain that one to you, but I guess you know, nowadays we have to. It, it's one of those areas where right, we're, we're taught, where it's beat into us as a kid. You know, you've got to be inclusive. You've got to accept everything. Well, hold on. I got standards too. You know, we've got, we've all got standards. We've all got the idea of a family and of raising a good child, raising a good person, and that that child, that that son or daughter, will honor that, their mother and their father. You know, call them once a week, stay in touch with them, really grow as as people as their parents age and as they grow older. That's that's a wonderful thing. Why are we depriving this from uh, from uh, or, or taking this away from? Uh, sons and daughters. Why are we taking this away? Just to be inclusive to the guy who has a, a, a mental defect? Is that is that really worth destroying the social fabric to be inclusive? There's no, it's almost a very immature way of looking at the world. Well, I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. Okay, but I don't have to accept it. You know, if that, uh, when you become, when, when, you, when you gain a following and something becomes the norm is when something works. The reason the reason the the mullet didn't stay in style is because that doesn't work. You know, you're either partying or you're or, or you're working, or you can't do both. So when you look at the attacks on the family, it's not so much 
to, it's not enough to just say, okay, men and women can marry now because we've put state above God. We aren't allowed to question it. That's the way it is. It's not enough to do that. Now we've got to destroy the family over here because that's somehow oppressive. So we tell women, you shouldn't be married. You should never marry. We tell women, you know, you're, you're slaves to men if you marry men. Instead of, you know, he bent his knee to propose to you implying that you're equals at the very least. Um, there, there are so many dynamics here that, that we're not getting into, but we can see the results of these attacks, particularly in the, uh, in the, in the black and African-American communities where fatherless rates have gone over 50%. There are all these children being raised solely by their mothers. And they're doing their best and, 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 and good for them, but is it liberating to tell the women, okay, you've got to put, you got to be a man and you've got to go out and you got to, you know, make the bacon. And then you've got to come home and you've got to be mom to all these kids. No wonder they're getting aborted. Because why, why would you, why would you support, why, why would you want to support more than one? That's, that's it, it takes a village to raise a child, it's a saying. And now you don't know, you know, where the dad is, who the dad is, all of that. And that doesn't necessarily produce a, a, a well-raised child. And you look at it, and, and the left wants to virtue signal. The left wants to do that so that they can virtue signal because they'll, they'll do that. They'll destroy a family. They'll tell the, that, that, that mother who's working the two jobs and uh, that they've got to get government assistance that, you know, she's somehow some sort of hero because, you know, that, that, that child is raised without a father so that they can gain, gain political power and grandstand and talk about how virtuous they are because they're giving money to, to, to poor people. And, and then you look at it, they say, oh, when we support gay people too, like the, uh, the man who was once a woman who married another man who became, who's, who, no, who married a woman who became a man. I don't know how this works anymore, but essentially they just became a, a, a monogamous couple except one of they both used to be the other, other gender. It's a very, there's a million articles like that you can find um, if you just Google search. And, and, and what does it do? What does that, that child grows up, now mom's dad and dad's mom, and we're just throwing everything out the window, ignoring the fact that there are such a thing as masculine traits and feminine traits, indicating that there are groups that we're supposed to fit in. Now, not everyone, perfectly go fits into that. I get it. I, I, I understand that. Again, doesn't mean I have to accept it. Doesn't mean I have to, means I can, I have to tolerate it. Doesn't mean I have to accept it. There are two different things. But for what? For political power? For the, the, the left to say, look, I, you know, we support gay people, so we're better than you. All right. But do you support kids? Do you support a strong moral fabric? Do you support the family? Do you support the country even? And look at the political correctness and now if you even want to question what they're doing to these families, they, 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 they tell you you're racist, you can't have those thoughts, you're bigoted against gay people, you can't have those thoughts, you're sexist against women, you can't say that. And it takes away from the discourse, it takes away from the ability to question, because to think, you have to be offensive, and to be offensive is the opposite of political correctness. Now, I'm not saying go out 
and just offend people. I'm not saying go out and just punch somebody in the stomach and say, I'm fighting political correctness. But think, you know, think for yourself and think that if your hypothesis, if your idea of how the world works doesn't work, then change it. Not, not try to fit the world into what you see. Um, and, and that was the beauty of this constitution that we could do. We could, as a country, as a, as a collective body of people, we didn't have to have some upper class tell us what to think and how to think. Uh, we could go get something by ourselves. And to institute political correctness to such a level that it has been in the universities, they just purged Kevin Hart because eight years ago he might have uh, had a joke that was rather hilarious about not wanting his son to be gay. Great. You know, that, 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 they, they got rid of him because, you know, they're tolerant, so they kicked a black man out of a high-ranking job, even though, you know, they say they don't do that thing. They do. You know, they'll vote for people based on skin color, all of this stuff. And who does it benefit? And that's all that goes back to the theory of in intersectionality, which is the fact that um, if you're, if you're uh, white, basically you're at the top here. If you're Asian... Well, they hate Asians, so we'll just uh, put that over here because, you know, Harvard's getting sued um, because they essentially discriminate, uh, discriminate against Asians saying they're too smart. So the left hates Asians. We'll put that over here in the Jewish section where because the left really hates the Jews because they sold them out to support the Muslims. See, this stuff gets a little messy. And then you got white people. Okay, they're bad because they're privileged or, um, you know, they're European. And then you've got um, black or African-American and then I think Hispanic's lower than that. I'm not sure. It might have switched now. And then you've got kind of your social, you know, you're, you're gay, you're transsexuals, you're retarded, all that stuff. So if you can mix these bottom um, segments all together into one person, that person, if they're transsexual, gay, retarded, black, Mexican, all of these things put together, that makes them a good person instead of what have they done? What have they proven to the rest of society that they can do? What have they, what have they been able to accomplish? And we have removed ourselves from that, from a merit-based society, and gone on, what do you look like? And that not only is wholly anti-American, I mean, what do you think every genocide was based off of? Armenian genocide was based on uh, the, uh, the Ottomans. They don't like Armenians. One, because, you know, the Armenians were closer to the Russians, but but also, you know, they didn't look right. They didn't look like a Turk. You look at, you know, I don't think I have to bring up the Holocaust and everything, but, you know, the, the Germans used to say, oh, the Jews have pointy noses and, and beady black eyes, and they would accentuate those aspects. You look at, you know, uh, Pol Pot in um, Cambodia would murder anyone who wore glasses because they looked too smart. Or in... in um, in Rwanda, they would kill people, they would kill uh, Africans that didn't look, you know, quite right like them. There was a couple of warring tribes. That, those aren't good solutions when, when intersectionality is brought up. That the results of saying, I stand for this group of people because, because that's the right thing to do. Why don't you stand for an individual or stand for an idea or stand for something that's worthwhile instead of I stand for murdering somebody else because they look don't look right. 
that that just doesn't that is it it, it it's just not right it's it, and not only is it morally corrupt it's flat out not american and now to bring this all back to togetherness and family in universities now they are banning uh baby it's cold outside why i don't know it's sexist now why is it sexist now because it was a good thing and dean martin's in it i don't know but it's it, it's it's about christmas so that's that's the other thing now this is that they're 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 banning christmas why because i don't know it's 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 christian and that's that's the, that's the thing. If if you're Muslim and want to do whatever they do, I don't know, pray to the sun five times in a row or whatever they do, or you want to celebrate. No, sorry, they hate Jews. Yeah, so they don't they don't like Hanukkah either. But basically, Christmas is a symbol of Christianity, and I know there's the whole, um, you know, Christmas wasn't really Jesus' birthday, and the Catholic Church was trying to convert pagans, and so they made it a holiday. And it was really kind of a, a, a German or a Germanic holiday. I get all that. But there's deeper symbolism under that. The togetherness, the family, the close-knit community that Americans all are. It's not about skin color. It's about the idea that we can coexist with different ideas and accept that somebody might have a different worldview. And so to ban Christmas because it might offend somebody is really not to just attack the holiday but to attack that idea. So, you know, turn the volume up and play Christmas music as loud as you can. Say Merry Christmas to everyone. Ditch the happy holiday stuff. Wear red and green, because they just banned that in public schools too. Wear red and green. Wear crappy Christmas sweaters. You know, uh, love your wife, love your family, and make sure you don't support this kind of tyranny. You know, because eventually we'll be singing Baby, It's Tyranny outside. Man, and, and, and the political correctness will, will, will ruin everything if we allow it to. So we cannot stand for it in our social lives. Now, the universities are lost. They're way out in left field. It's, it's dangerous communists that are teaching this stuff because they really don't want to see America succeed. They don't want to see this president succeed. They don't want to see America succeed. They don't want to see you succeed because they want to dominate and have power over you. And that's really the crime of the century.